but I, I seldom get excited for a cloud and clear like I'm excited today, not only because of what we're about to see uh, uh, that this company does, but also the demographic and the market that it serves. It's just so exciting. I can't wait to tell you all about it. Um, but before we go too far, of course, meet my very special guest, uh, Scott Lean, who's a co-founder and CEO of GrandPad. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Uh, you know, we've been working together for quite some time, and I'm so happy that we're finally able to get together. And as we were preparing for this, I started to uh, research and look at your website, check out the, the Play Store, um, really get an understanding of the market and the audience that you serve. And you and I talked the other day, and I was just completely blown away by what you're doing. Um, and I'm just so happy to share this story with the world because... You know, not too many organizations make it a mission to serve the sort of 75 and over uh, market specifically with a piece of technology. I mean, how remarkable is that? Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, that's all I can say. I mean, and I feel like it's the reason I was put on this earth to to help this age group, what we lovingly call super seniors, those over the age of 75 or people with similar uh, needs. You know, and I think if, if we all think about some of the really neat, interesting, truly wise people in our lives, chances are there's some of the elderly people that we've known, you know, whether that's a grandma or grandpa or aunt or uncle or neighbor. And, you know, it makes sense. Uh, the older we get, the more life lessons we accumulate, that true wisdom, and uh, even though COVID has been extremely hard on, on this age group and affected them, you know, and, and we know out of, in the U.S. out of the 600,000 people that approximately that have died, over 400,000 of those have been seniors. So it's, it's had a huge impact on them. Yeah. But they've, they've from an attitude and like, you know, life has its ups and downs. They're just, they're just an amazing group of people and, and they're fun to work with. Yeah, and you know, solving the the question of how do you stay connected with these uh, folks who are so wise and have so much to give to our children and to their grandchildren and to 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 the broader parts of the community. It's, and how do you stay connected? How do you make them feel like they're part of this new paradigm of the way that we connect, especially the way we were forced to connect through the last year and plus? Um, I just can't wait to 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 talk about all of that. But before we get too far down the road, because the passion for the product is clear, it came out when we were prepping for this and, and my own passion definitely got um, ignited. I could talk about the product forever because I'm such a tech geek anyway, like I'm a gadget person. So this is perfect right up my alley. But let's talk about Scott Lean, the entrepreneur, the co-founder. Uh, you didn't you didn't uh, uh, always do grand pad. I just love to, to, to hear your story and to share that with the audience as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, Scott, in a nutshell, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and I think I learned about teamwork and, and hard work and dealing with ups and downs. You know, when you're a farmer, you have to deal with weather and, you know, you got to play the hand you're dealt. And if you have a drought, you got to deal with that. If you have a flood, you got to deal with that. But uh, went off college, computer science, business double major. I feel that's important because I've always kind of had one leg e on each side of the fence. Deep technical experience, hardcore software engineering, 
but then, um, you know, a business view. How can we use technology to improve people's lives and, and create opportunities? Um, and, and I do feel like everything I've done has prepared me for this, and, but it's always been around leveraging new technologies. So um, recently I was CIO at Bank of America in Charlotte, North Carolina. One of the areas I was responsible for was mobile banking, and this was 15 years ago. And of course, it was just at the time when the iPhone was coming out. Um, so we we jumped on that, saw that as an opportunity. We were one of the first major banks that really leaned into that. Uh, you know, and as a as a geek, fellow geek, one of my proud moments was Steve Jobs held up our Bank of America mobile banking app at a WWDC, you know, wow. 13, 14 years ago and said, hey, mobile banking is on the iPhone, which, you know, for us is so passe now, but at the time, you know, remember everybody's worried oh, yeah. like, oh, security, am I going to actually pay a bill and transfer money on my phone? Really? Yeah. So, um, and that's really where I fell in love with the possibilities of mobile and what, you know, having a supercomputer in your pocket that's always connected to this magical thing called the cloud, what that could do. And, you know, ridden that wave. And so next for me, I went to worked in Silicon Valley. I was uh, the head of mobile innovation at Intuit, fantastic Silicon Valley company, Mint, TurboTax, Quicken, QuickBooks, uh, really great company. And there I was really lucky to be exposed to the, the lean startup methodology, Eric Reese, Eric came and, frequently spoke to us, Scott Cook, who was the founder of Intuit, really drove that customer centricity that, you know, the, he was a originator of the follow me home. You need, don't drag customers into some fake usability lab. You need to see the animal in the wild. You need to see people <laughs> struggling, trying to do their taxes and the shoebox method, you know, yeah. with the small businesses and see that scramble you know, the night before taxes are due, right? And that really stuck with me and uh, was a wonderful experience. And it was during that time when my son and I started kind of percolating on this grandpad idea, uh, which I'm happy to share more about that. But but it was those learnings. And then we we launched company seven and a half years ago. Hey, uh, you work with your son. I work with my father. He's the yeah. chairman. Cool. Um, it's great. We do, we I, maybe that's, together. yeah, that's probably... I grew up on a farm working with my mom, dad, brothers, family. Like you got to learn how to get along as a family and everybody pitches in. And so, you know, cause people always say like, oh, can you work with your dad or your son? And, and you know, it's about teamwork and collaboration. I feel so fortunate that I got to do this with my dad. I get to do this with my dad. Cause there's a lot of, um, I know a few peers in the ecosystem that, you know, the father started something that like none of the children were interested in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, it's kind of sad, you know, it's uh, not that, it, you know, I'm definitely like Sada will be passed down to my children or anything like that. I don't have those preconceived notions, but it's great when it's there and the timing works and the passion is there because it is tough. I'm sure yeah. uh, there's moments where it's like we just want to be family and we can't stop thinking or, or, or talking about work. But it's also when it works, I think the best type of partnership that that could exist, sure. I think. So let's talk about GrandPad. Um, it's a hardware device, which is phenomenal for for this demographic that, again, we all feel uh, has been left behind. And I feel like, look, a lot of the user base, uh, the super seniors aside, have been, I think, consumed by um, 
what mobile has become, right? In this sort of confusing, distracting, time-sucking way. And um, I think you told me when we were talking, iPhones designed by 30-year-olds for 30-year-olds, and nobody really thinks about how to make it, you know, usable and attractive for 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 super seniors. So, like, what was the genesis of the idea, and what what did the resulting um, sort of user experience uh, thesis and the form factor thesis? Let's talk about how that how, how you came came together in in, the, in those collection of ideas. Yeah, the genesis for the idea was my mom, who was 80 at the time. She was a brilliant lady, ran her own business, very busy, but she was frustrated by standard technology, her laptop, her phone. And, and, and given that she was busy and, and she was very confident, she's like, you know, this, why is this stuff so hard? And my son and I would spend, we lived in California, she lived in Iowa, we would send, spend all of our, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whenever we were visiting, we would spend a good chunk of the time fixing her tech, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, back in the day, defragging her hard drive, getting rid of all the viruses, hooking up her printer, trying to get her yeah. phone to work and programming contacts in it. But, and, and my mom also, like half of this age group suffered from significant hearing loss. And so she, Talking on a, whether it was a landline back in the day or a smartphone was really difficult for her. Just the quality of the audio wasn't that good. Again, you know, eight years ago. So we would try to do Skype video calls. Well, again, because as she aged and got frustrated with technology, just Skype and, you know, getting that all working again. You know, video calling's gotten a lot easier in the last few years, and especially with COVID, they've simplified. But eight years ago was hard. Yeah. And and so we started to see weeks would go by where we did not have a good conversation because the technology was a barrier. So it was really my son, he was a freshman in college, said, you know, and he he he's a product designer. He does, developed his first iPhone app when he was um, 13. Wow. It was iPhone app number uh, 2000 in the app store. Jeez. And and so he had a an eye for design and, and, you know, user-driven design. He said, Dad, I think we can figure something out better for his grandma. So that was the genesis. Um, we, we, I started looking at it from a business standpoint. I said, wow, there's, there's a big market here. I'm an idea guy. I have a spreadsheet of my two, 300 ideas. Most of them are dumb ideas and I'll float them with friends. And I'll be like, Scott, that's, nobody's going to buy that. You know, that may be interesting <laughs> to you. But this was one that universally everybody said, wow, that's a great idea. I'll buy one for my mom or dad. You need to go do this. The world needs this. So that was positive encouragement. We then set out typical lean startup, build Tesla and build Tesla. And we said, we're going to create a prototype in 30 days of the basic features. We're going to you know, hack something together, kind of you know, band-aids and bailing wire. And, um, and that's what we did. We put it in front of uh, my neighbor, Hal and Bonnie Carlson, that were 90 at the time. And they were right there close to us. Wow. As soon as we had a prototype, we took it over to them. We did a video call with their great-grandchildren. We were in California. Their grandchildren were in Texas. And they loved it. When it came time, and we had exactly one kind of prototype that was working. When it came time right. to pack up and go home, we were putting the you know, original grandpad version 1.0 in the bag, they said, no, 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 you, you can't take that. We want that. We're going to 
call our grandchildren, you know, every day on this, look at photos and all that. So we knew we were on to something. And then we just quickly kept iterating from there. And now we've reached 1.2 million total people, seniors, their families and caregivers in 120 countries in a little over seven years. Uh, let's talk about the hardware. Again, I'm, I'm a hardware geek and I know you have a companion app and that's how things get scaled out. Like, of course, you know, I don't know, Google Jamboards, you know, there's a physical Jamboard, but there's a companion app, right? So you want to give that flexibility, which makes a lot of sense. But I was really fascinated by the hardware. Let's talk about the hardware, then we'll get into the software. But I just, do you want to talk about your hardware partner? Yes, absolutely. So our hardware partner, and, and the evolution here is important. We started out trying to use off-the-shelf commodity parts as a standard Android tablet. Um, and that was kind of version 1.0, but we, we saw a lot of gaps. We saw that there was additional capabilities that this age group would benefit from. And the first was wireless inductive charging. Uh, we believe we're still the only tablet in the US right now that has wireless inductive charging. Most phones do now, that's just finally come. But we have a, a wireless inductive charger, it uses the Qi charging standard. You simply put the grand pad on the charger and, and, and think about it. If I, I can see, it sort of clicks. Um, it's, it's actually, yeah, just, it just, just sits there very easy. They can kind of throw oh, it in same. there. There's, okay. there's almost yeah. no way that you can screw it up. And it sits at the perfect angle. I think we've all done video calls with folks and you're looking at their ear side of their head. This sits on the table. It's just a perfect um, angle and um, hands-free. So we, we designed the hardware and even lots of little things. And these are, this is the user-driven design. And I always say, we, we didn't actually design this. Our group of grand advisors, super seniors that work for us, they designed it. We're just their hands that built it. So you know how a lot of cords will pull out? Like ours doesn't pull out. It's a really long cord. It's a two-prong <laughs> cord, not a three-prong cord. A lot of grandmas live in houses that don't support totally. three-prong cords. Like all these little things that matter a lot. Uh, the packaging, which you can see on our website, we've got what we call senior-friendly packaging. I think we've, we've all bought something at you know a store oh. and you bring it home. It's got that hard plastic clamshell packaging. I've, cut, I've cut myself so many times trying to open those packages that are yeah. also like and, super wasteful. You're like, what is it? Yeah. And, yeah. And, the, and I used to work in retail. I used to work at Best Buy and Target years ago. And that was done for good intention. It was theft. Loss prevention was what yeah. they called it. You know, they'd keep the bad guys from stealing stuff. Well... Um, think about it. If you're 80 or 90 and you have to use a knife, you said you've cut yourself, you cut your finger. If you're on blood thinner warfare, in which many elderly people are, I mean, it could be a catastrophic issue. Yeah. So we've got senior friendly packaging. We don't put those little ties and plastic <laughs> on stuff. We can literally ship these. The average age of our customers is 85. We can ship this to them. They can easily the, open The number it. of things I have to take off the typical piece of hardware too is just, is just like... Oh my gosh. And, like, and it just ends up in the landfill. Tape right? and, and this, and then this tie, and then this thing, and then this magnet is like <laughs> unbelievable. Right. So we don't do any of that. And then and then the hardware is it it is it is an Android tablet deep down, but it's a custom built uh hardware using um lots of proven technologies. I could talk about Qi charging yeah. standard. But um, it, Acer is our design partner for this. They're a great uh, partner of GrandPad. And so you can see things that the user interface is very different. We call this a linear scrollable interface. One of the things I'll point out to you right away is music. 
And yeah. uh, so let's let's get to a good song here. Um, little uh, John Denver, right? So Look, I, I can even notice Scott like the color, the contrast color scheme. Like it's right. high contrast, big buttons, right? That's that's Easy exactly right. The, yeah, and and front facing speakers that are super loud. There's a sound mm -hmm. channel, so. That's nice for music, it's nice for games, but if I'm doing telehealth, we have video calling. Um, um, if I'm doing a video call with my son or grandson or with my doctor, um, and there's a picture of me and my mom, the, <laughs> the, the video call is super loud. It's on the speakers, front-facing speakers. So all of those things add up. Oh, and one other innovation we came up with, we found that um, it, you know, and this is, we, we did tests. You take a standard tablet, put it in the box in a senior, say, please open this up, turn it on and send me an email. Yeah. So far we've found 0% of people over the age of 90 that could successfully do that. One of the stumbles on these types of devices is just pushing the on off button. That's a very fine motor oh, yeah. skill. You have to hold it. It doesn't give you a lot of feedback. So we invented auto on, you simply set it in the charger it senses power and then it turns on so cool so cool do you have the instructions handy uh you know i'm sorry tony i don't it's on okay. our website three, three yeah three parts i should have and yeah. it's three things it's it's take it out of the box set it on the charger and open the flap it automatically turns on that's it's so that's cool. the instructions oh my gosh it is so easy i just the number the, like the hours i mean it's getting better but the complexity of just setting up any new device, especially like a, a device that's sort of, you know, richly connected and data and connected to the cloud and multi steps of authentication and, you know, two, two step verification and all like, oh, my gosh, I, three steps is like the panacea. So the fact that you've gone to those great lengths to understand the user and really like the attention to detail to that experience, I guess what you learned at Intuit um is really kind of it's demonstrated in in how you've done that but that's also pause to sort of appreciate that it is possible to build on android you know because of how the open source community works right i mean it's just you don't have to back in the days you know remember the years you've been around for technology there was like a hundred different varieties of os's that you had to think about there was like you know all sorts of code bases no ecosystem, hard to develop, hard to maintain. Now, like, and we have other clients who are in the hardware, robotics space, et cetera, like Embodied, Moxie, like they don't have to start from scratch. You can actually start on Android. And that's, you know, thanks to Google, I think it's a huge leap forward for um, hardware uh, companies like yours. Right. Yeah, it, it is. The fact we were able to build on the genius of all those before us. So build on top of Android and build on top of all the APIs and cloud services available to us. And, you know, when you look at uh, a lot of people done analysis, right, of startup companies and 90% of startups fail in the first three years, there's many factors why, but timing is one mm -hmm. of the key reasons. I mean, is the market ready for your solution? Yeah. And is the technology and capabilities there to support what you want to do? And, you know, this one we got lucky on, you know, you work hard and try to make your own luck, but timing for us seven and a half years ago was the perfect timing. 
because of the cloud services that were now available through Google Cloud, we were able to build this and operate at a higher level. And you know, when you're a startup, you got to use your resources very, very judiciously. You know, you can't go buy, you know, a whole bunch of servers. You can't yeah. go hire a bunch of system administrators and DBAs. You need to, you know, focus on solving the business problem, which we were able to do with the cloud services provider. But you were a very early on GCP in a lot of ways. And you were there, I would say, as sort of definitely the early adopter phase where, you know, still the market mostly dominated by AWS back then, still the largest cloud AWS is, but back then it was like almost a default choice, but you right. made the bold move to kind of get into GCP early. Um, and so what are the areas that you feel like the platform has evolved to help do the kinds of things that you wanted to introduce as capabilities to GrantPad. Yeah, we we definitely were early, and you know when we first started, it was about eight years ago, and there and and we saw the vision and strategy where uh, uh, GCP was headed. That you know we're going to be, be able to operate at a higher level, like a almost a business function level, and that was very appealing to me because you know I, I shared with you Tony in my prior lives like a Bank of America saw so like. I, I had responsibility for running data centers. Like, you know, yeah. I, I had a data center catch on fire one time and dealing with <laughs> HVAC and, you know, fire suppression and all that stuff yeah. that you got to do when you're on your facilities. I said, we, we just, we can't take that on. We're take, we want to solve the end user, the business problem of serving seniors. So that was the impetus and, and yeah, it was early days, but we believed in the vision and, and how we've seen it evolve is, you know, there's things at like a technical level, just like expanding the capabilities of MySQL, like MySQL version, whatever it was eight years ago. Yeah. You know, there, there were some limits there. But what's happened is now it's grown. And of course, Google has grown and created capabilities faster than we've grown. We've grown super fast, but like six years ago, like they were just barely ahead of us. Five years ago, they were ahead of us quite a bit. Now they're well ahead and we're not bumping up against any limits or capacities or issues. Yeah. And what we love is Zada, Google comes to us and go, hey, did you know that we now have this new capability? Click, click. And, and, and those things are available. Um, and then other real features like, uh, um, you know, me being the CEO and the product vision idea guy, I would go, oh man, we have this idea, like I'd like to do this. And one of them was we'd like to automatically categorize pictures. So if somebody put pictures of the dogs and cats, it could recognize those and sort them into here's yeah. the pictures of the dogs and the cats. And I had that idea and my engineers, my chief architects, he's like, oh yeah, Google's got an API. That's, that's easy <laughs> to do. And they literally could prototype it up. And because we were in that ecosystem, some of those things were extraordinarily easy to do. Um, and, and then the other one is, again, you know, eight years ago, just think, you know, st stability, scalability, and availability. You know, there'd be a few wobbles. It's, you know, knock wood. You know, we're, we're counting on you guys, Google, to, to not, you know, scale and provide that level of global availability. Because, right. you know, again, we're, we're serving users in 120 countries. I don't have to worry about which data center things are worrying in that auto scaling, auto caching around the world is is essential. So there's just yeah. so many benefits. You're supporting us. the cloud services that power the device and the app, 
right? And you have tons of users on the app all around the world. I think it's 120 countries, something like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're supporting the companion app and, and then um, everything that's on the GrandPad tablet and everything is completely cached and stored in the cloud. So if, if grandma, you know, accidentally loses her GrandPad, they call us, we send a new one. Everything is cash synced to the cloud. Mm -hmm. She's up and running. You know, I think we've all, when we go buy a new smartphone, it's supposed to be easy to transfer. Yeah. It never seems to be that easy. <laughs> you, know, you spend a whole day trying to move and get passwords set up. We don't have any of that nonsense. And so the cloud yeah. is the, the cash, the database, a record for everything. So tell me about the model a little bit, because we talked about it and I thought it was really novel. I mean, they all come data connected, because one of the reasons is like, yeah, you don't, you can't control the local environment, the Wi-Fi, the speed of the Wi-Fi, all that. Like residential internet is troublesome to begin with if you do know what you're doing, let alone, you know, if you're living in some, you know, wherever you live, right? That's that's right. So we call it, you know, there's SaaS software as a service. We call GrandPad Gas, GrandPad as a service. So it's the hardware, the software, and the service that you need. The service includes all the apps, music, uh, seven by 24 customer care. So there's no extra like, oh, you want to call us at night? We're going to charge you extra. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. But a key piece that you're pointing to is the 4G LTE cellular data is included. And there's no measuring of gigabytes or megabytes or you can only send 100 text messages. My mom, she... she all she would know is that would scare her and she would just not use it. She'd be right, like, exactly. I don't want any overages. So ours is one flat monthly pricing. Um, you can pay annually or you can pay monthly. And it's it's completely a service. Everything you need. Um, because as you point out, um, it's 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 more than it's it's actually over 60% of this age group does not have access to mm. any type of broadband I, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They either don't have internet access in their home or the facility, or they don't have the password, or it's extraordinarily slow. You know, the Wi-Fi router's down in the basement and it doesn't work up in mom's bedroom. So yeah. um, what we found is by including the 4G LTE there, it, it simplifies their life. It's, it's cheaper for everybody. I mean, internet, the average internet now price across the U.S. is $55 a month. Yeah, if they and, have the grandpa, they don't need another internet. They don't even need another internet provider in most cases that's that's right and then when they walk out the door and they're going to church or the pharmacist or their doctor they take grandpad with just like their phone so our price uh, we've got different pricing models but our best value is 58 dollars a month so 58 dollars a month that includes the hardware the software the data i don't know about you but my cell phone counts more than 58 dollars oh, yeah. a month For the, sure. but the biggest real differentiator with us is seven by 24 customer care they can press the help button on their GrandPad 24 hours a day. And a, a, a very friendly uh, for our customers in the U.S., it's all U.S.-based. Awesome. And for our customers in U.K. and Ireland, they're going to speak to a local person there that has their accent, not our <laughs> accent. And, um, and we answer the phone within seconds. A friendly person. We don't have any of that press one for this, two for that. We yeah. don't even own a VRU. We'll never have one. How can I help? <laughs> and we take care of the problem. Amazing. You know what? Even as a very capable tech executive, you know, whatever person, like I have LTE on my iPad when I travel because like 
I don't want to worry about it. <laughs> I just want right. to pick it up and go. So even for advanced users, like just stopping and connecting, to, it's just, I mean, the adoption rates, the adoption rates you must see are pro, are off the chart from what it sounds yeah. like, because you've removed every barrier to adoption. Yeah, we do. And, and, you know, for all of us young people, our phone or our laptop, it's a tool that enables us to do our job or stay connected. But for these folks, it's, it's their lifeline to the outside world. And so that yeah. connectivity always being there is essential. How have you seen it? Again, I read some of the reviews and stuff, but especially through the pandemic. But also, again, we're talking about million, millions of folks who feel relatively left behind um, by technology and also by, I think, human connection. What have you, tell me about some of the features you've added to help them not only feel more connected, but more, I don't know, engaged, more at peace, more content with their connection with the, with the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll highlight a couple, um, uh, some, some things that, that, that we've had for a while. I showed you briefly the music, uh, but, but I'll, I'll show you one that again, it's such a simple thing. We always are saying that hangs on the wall of our office from Leonardo da Vinci is simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. So mm -hmm. seniors love to know their weather. So here's grandpa's weather, but they want to see the weather of their family. So my daughter yeah. angel and, uh, let's see, who is this? My son, Scott. So their weather local where they live, but then it also has the local time. So Scott lives in central daylight time. So yeah. seniors that like, hey, is it an okay time to call my son? He lives, gosh, I can't, I don't know the time. So that's that's one. And that that makes people feel close to each other. Oh, there's mm -hmm. a storm where my son lives. Mm -hmm. But but I'll I'll highlight another one for you that we just rolled out. And it's called the Moods app. And so uh, the Moods app is is something again very simple but there's sadly is a ton of anxiety and depression with this age group and COVID has just exacerbated that so this is a calming relaxing app that you know visual visualizations that people can use to bring calm mm -hmm. and it might be uh might be the rain mm -hmm. right and so um, we just we just rolled this out a few weeks ago, and you know we weren't sure um, the our seniors, our grand advisors that we that we design everything, they were very excited about this. I wasn't sure, but they were. They drive. We rolled it out, and it's been a home run, absolute home run. Mm -hmm. People calling us and going, I just use that for calming and meditation. And again, they didn't have access to these tools. You know, we, we have our smartphone and we know yeah. we can go find these things. We just made it accessible to them and in a way that was really easily digestible. Uh, one lady who called us said, you know, uh, my heart was racing. My blood pressure is going through the roof. I use this just to calm and I feel at peace now. So we're always looking for things like that that are going to help improve the quality of life for the seniors we serve. Yeah, and because it's a custom build, um that's also updatable sort of over the air it is um it feels like a tesla by the way it's like the <laughs> that's not, that's not I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit i have a, a, some of my second model s so I, I get a lot of inspiration from elon yeah it's true it, it's <laughs> lte connected 
gets better over time. Right. You can't mess it up. Everything's included. So, you know, there's not a a bunch of options and you don't have to bolt on this or that. Yeah. And and, and uh, I'll tell you a funny story on that, Tony, that tells you how my brain works in this simplicity. So given that I've been driving Teslas for a long time, um, I, I was on a business trip to the East Coast, got out. I was late for this meeting, hopped out of my rental car that I'd gotten at LaGuardia or wherever I was. Went into my meeting. It was in there all day. I came back at the end of the day. I said, who's the bozo that left their car running out here? Oh, crap. That was me. My car was almost out of gas. Luckily, no one had stolen it. Uh, But, you know, because my model is when you get out of the car and walk away, the car turns off and the door's locked. Of course it would. Why wouldn't it? I've had a couple. I've had a couple. I I got a Tesla (laughs) very early, and I remember borrowing my dad's car. Same thing. I just like, I just... Oh, you have to turn it off? Like that's weird. Right. Right. Um, why why would you? <laughs> it's weird. Like it knows you're it knows you're leaving, right? But no, my wife has a Model X now. And it's just like every time I get in there, I'm like, only a couple of cars I've ever owned that I miss, and I miss the Tesla experience. And this is sort of yeah. like the tablet for the Tesla version of a tablet for seniors. Everything's included. It updates. It's also locked down, mm-hmm. right? Which right. you said, I mean, uh deliberately not having the the, the Play Store. I mean, it's just a blessing and part of the reason you get these devices and similarly why I gave my kids Chromebooks you know for home or whatever I don't want to be in the tech support business right like it is especially if, if you know somebody in your family knows you're technical or you know under 60 you're automatically like tech support I don't want to be tech support so <laughs> I can only imagine like the number of calls that the family members don't have to get <laughs> or the business right. they don't have to make just to remind grandma how to log into something. That's right. Yeah. Well, we, we call it the circle of trust. So everyone is connected with the senior who is invited in to the private circle of trust. But mm-hmm. the bad guys aren't invited. The scammers, spammers aren't invited. So we put the senior at the center and we invite their family, friends, and caregivers. Doctors, nurses could be, you know, um, their pastor but those are the only people that are able to call, awesome. video call, or email. So we have zero spam, zero. So good. Because the only people that can send that are on the safe list. Um, when this thing rings, the seniors know it's someone that I trust, someone I love is calling yeah. me. Um, and sadly, and this is a really important point, um, sadly, pre-COVID, the amount of scammers, spammers, fraudsters that were going after seniors was bad. With COVID now, it's catastrophic. I mean, it's extraordinarily bad because the seniors are more isolated. They're more vulnerable. And they're, in in many cases, they're lonely. And so when the phone rings and there's a nice person on the phone that's very engaging and warm, and then they use social engineering, they're out looking at Facebook going, oh, yeah, you know, I I went to college with your daughter at, at UCLA. And, oh, yeah, we're, we're long friends. And actually, your daughter asked me to call you. And then, you know, so the social engineering, the next thing you know, they're stealing money. They're stealing their identity. They're, they're exploiting these, uh, these people. Very and sad. it is a serious, serious issue. And so that's why we've created a walled garden. The seniors can increase their engagement with those they trust and keep the bad guys out. No, that's a great point. It's, it is remarkable, like, the amount of targeting that's done in this community. And um, it does come from the phone. Facebook is a terrible 
destination where people are very quite vulnerable mm-hmm. and uh, even email. I mean, this is sort of a circle of trust concept is remarkable. I mean, it seems like you've thought of everything um, to make it safe, increase adoption. Um, that's really that's really quite well thought out. Um, but you've been doing this for a while now, so I expect some of those things, you know, came came over time. Yep. Uh, versus some of the things were obviously just core design principles. But now that like, you're going international, I mean, the app has been international, 120 countries, but now the, you're making the device available in other sort of English speaking countries. But what do you think? What's the limit for, for this concept? Uh, how big can this get? How big are your ambitions? What does the future hold for GrandPad? Yeah, well, our we're on the on the path to make sure that every senior around the world is able to live what we call live grand, live their best life and be connected, not be lonely and isolated. And so um, in the U.S., there's over 32 million seniors who need our help right now. We've just reached a fraction of that worldwide. It's more than 300 million and, and, and all their family around them. So, you know, we're very focused on reaching all of those people and, and, and growing. You know, we'll continue to add capabilities, but not too many, right? Um, right. I think, sadly, some tech companies have taken the approach of let's just keep adding features, adding features, adding features, and overcomplicating things, right? You know, the smartphone I owned 10 years ago was, frankly, easier to use and I think better than the one I have now, right? And yeah. so yeah. we don't need to keep adding features. I think we should focus on creating a delightful customer experience and really understanding our customers' needs and evolving with them. And that, that's what we intend to do. Now, one area, a big area of expansion for us over the last two years has been into the healthcare space. So mm-hmm. our, our business is split almost 50-50, both in terms of subscribers and revenue. Um, 50% direct to consumer, B2C. And generally, it's the 50-year-old daughter buying for 80-year-old mother. Um, and that's a great, that's where we started. That's a growing and vibrant business. And we, we love that. And we sell, we market the tablet in the U.S., Ireland, and the U.K. And we're looking at other select European and Asian countries now. Our B2B business is focused in the healthcare space. Mm-hmm. And there where healthcare, you know, payers, providers, senior care companies integrate GrandPad into their business to improve the quality of life, reduce the total cost of healthcare for the seniors they serve. So as an example, we're the preferred uh, telehealth provider for the National PACE Association. And PACE stands for Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful public-private partnership that's focused on what are called dual-eligible People, these are generally folks that are low income and have a lot of healthcare needs. These are people that would generally fall through the cracks otherwise and really suffer and struggle. But the PACE program, it's its all across the U.S., has integrated GrandPad. So they're able to deliver care, remote care, virtual care, in a very cost-effective way and actually increase their amount of engagement with their seniors, Right. And so we're honored to be part of that. And that's been a huge area of expansion for us. So we've created additional capabilities there. Um, things like the ability to record with consent, record mm. the, the video call. That mm. can then be put in the healthcare record. The ability to have what's called real-time texting. So if the senior you're doing a video call has hearing impairments, you can put the words right up on the mm. screen. 
uh, doing it in multiple languages. We support now nine different languages. So people in the Hispanic community, the Chinese community, we, we have grandpad in Albanian. And so we, we can support all those different uh, segments of the population and, and do it in a way that's really um, improves the health and self-confidence of the senior and mm. lowers the healthcare costs. I mean, we've got limited resources and yeah. healthcare costs are going through the roof. So anything we can do to help in that is where we're focused. We have a huge uh, number of customers who are healthcare providers. I'm just thinking about opportunities to make some introductions because I think the trends that were accelerated, I mean, tele- telehealth has been around for a long time, but it was seen as a fringe thing like, oh, you're in the middle of nowhere in the jungle, you know, telehealth, right? No, it's like, actually, it's very inefficient <laughs> the way things are done, especially for seniors. It's hard to always get to the doctor. Um, you're, you spend three hours of effort and commute and waiting to see the doctor for five or 10 minutes because people couldn't see the doctor They were forced to these usually consumer tools sprung up quite, quite rapidly in the beginning. People using anything, FaceTime, you know, whatever, right? To, to, to the to telehealth visits. But the point is they, they liked it. They, they found it efficient. They found that it worked 80% of the time just as well as an in-person visit. So I, I could see that being a tremendous channel of growth now that I think those new habits aren't going to go away. I think telehealth has been literally accelerated to, to sort of the mainstream. I could see you know this, this GrandPad uh, product being a, a key part of the integration strategy into uh, EMR and other systems so you could do that at scale. That's super interesting. Um, and then of course, yeah, the, the consumer market, I think it's a matter of, uh, all of us. I wish this device was here when my grandma, my grandma was alive. I think we always struggled to connect with her, you know, remotely. Um, I think it's just uh, a a tremendous product that adds so much value and joy to, again, a population that has, not always being addressed. I mean, it's being addressed by the healthcare community because there's so much, you know, revenue there, but really for everyone else, technology, all the cool new stuff, nobody thinks about the community that you're serving. So I want to applaud you for that because it must feel great to do something that's obviously a business for profit, but it's also is, is mission driven, um, like, like, like GrandPet has become. It does. I, you know, one of my other sayings is, you know, do what you love and then you never have to work a day in your life. And that's how we feel. That's the spirit we try to uh, create within our company. We're over 200 employees and we, we, uh, I'll give it, you know, we, our first interview question is tell me about a super senior, someone over the age of 75, who's been important in your life. If the person can't think of anyone, it's a pretty short interview. The people <laughs> we hire are the ones who go, you know, my grandma was my best friend when I was in high school. I was having yeah. some struggles and my grandma was there and she helped me through a tough time and mm. and they'll they'll cry and so on. And, and you know, those are the people that really have a passion for helping uh, these awesome people. Such a great cause. It's such an honor to be able to uh, help you in the little ways that we are with Google Cloud technology and and through our partnership. And I, and I uh, wish you tons of success. We're here for you every step of the way. We want to be part of the story. Um, nothing makes us happier than serving customers that are mission driven and, and, and serving an amazing part of the population, doing innovative things 
Uh, I really thank you so much for being my guest and sharing the story. And now hopefully a bunch more people will know about Grandpad. And uh, I look forward to working very closely with you for, for years to come, Scott. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Tony, for uh, having me on. And thank you for all you and your team do. You've been great partners. I would just close with uh, whoever sees this, my ask of everyone is call or even better video call a super senior in your life. Grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, neighbor, it will mean the world to them. We're all busy, but we all have time when we're in the car or walking through the airport or out for a walk. It just takes a second, even so short call, just let them know you're thinking about them. Um, there's sadly, there's a lot of seniors out there who are very lonely. I just started calling my uncle that I hadn't talked to in a long time. He's 90. I can't believe the difference it makes in his life. It's a great note to end on. I remember my grandma in her 80s, even if it was a two minute call, she just made her so happy to hear. So great reminder for all of us to be good brothers and grandchildren and children and uncles or whatever, like good nephews and nieces. Um, call a super senior. Great way to end the call uh, on this recording as well. Thank you, Scott. Great to connect with you. Great to share the story. Thanks for being a customer. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, sada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app.